Many years ago in a land called Hollywood, where a long time ago there was uh, not as many television channels or electronic devices to watch your movies on, there was a thing called videotape. Actually, it was just coming out. And videotape was starting with video stores, which at that time was unheard of. And they were looking for product to stack the stores with. Thus came an avalanche of low-budget, ultra-low-budget movies to put into these video stores to give people access to them. Uh, we got involved in this. I had done one other movie called Hollywood's New Blood, and I was living in a condominium in Marina del Rey, and I was in the jacuzzi and talking to a guy in the jacuzzi. Turns out he has a video operation. Uh, he had a production studio and uh, was interested in movies, so we started talking about this. And then uh, along came uh, Slashdance, which followed Hollywood's New Blood. Uh, it's been a very interesting procedure during that period because everything was brand new. As we see this little cherubic face here, this was shot on Hollywood Boulevard in a costume shop up on the second story. Uh, actually, some very nice visuals in it. Uh, as you can see, uh, we milked it pretty good when we were in there. And then the actors and actresses came in, and at one time there we were we had the place rented for the night. I'm here for the audition. Hello? It's Alice. Alice Ryan. We, we had it uh, rented. And also at the same time, they double booked a acting class. So we had like dueling actors going back and forth, trying to claim space in that space. Uh, the acting class was not too pleased with us. We were not too pleased with them. We'll be talking about casting throughout this. Uh, you know, here's a obviously very attractive young lady that was cast in the opening sequence. Casting is one of the easiest things to do because there is so much really good talent in Los Angeles and the Hollywood area. And they're not enough jobs, which has been going on since time began in the film business, but people are looking for uh, footage on themselves or sometimes just playing a little payday, but uh, you can get good people and a lot of good people, a lot of good fine young actors and actresses. Also, you can see actually the cameraman did a very nice job in here. Geza Sinkovich, I believe it was. Hi, is anyone here for the audition? It's actually set up pretty well, uh, having the beautiful young girl in jeopardy going into this.
we'll go into casting of the uh, character here later, uh, which was kind of an interesting story, but right now we are basically at this stage of the game focusing on an attractive young lady, again, like I said, being put in jeopardy. The wardrobe, uh, we pretty much uh, went getting it where we could. It's like I say, it was an ultra low budget movie, so uh, I really, she probably brought her own wardrobe on this and uh, filled it out very well, I may add here. Soundtrack, uh, we found a guy in Venice who did the soundtrack. I'm surprised we went as long as we did on the opening shot. As I sit and look at that opening scene, I wonder if that was the actor or me under the hood in that thing. I can't remember, because those shoes looked awfully familiar and could have been mine. But sometimes you don't bring people in till they're being seen on camera. And as with low budget, usually you're stealing scenes. I, I doubt if we had any permits at all for anything. Yeah, there's Geza Sinkovics, who's director of photography, did a very nice job. And this was Marina Del Rey right here, I remember that. Again, where you shoot a shot and then run to the next one before somebody would catch you. Because like I say, we were not using uh, any permits or anything like that, which was a normal thing for that time. Excuse me, you're blocking the sun. Rupert is the name of poet as free as the ocean wind. And like a chiseled rock, I shall reveal my cock. Oh, this is a very fine actor that we met who came in and did a short burst on this and did a terrific job. On the beaches in this day and age, and you'll find out later he has a scene where he's pronouncing Logan and he it was one of the characters' names and he could not say Logan. So we finally got that out and kept the name Logan in there. But uh, he did a very nice job. This is Cindy, who is our leading lady. She uh, was one of the stars with Glow in the 1980s. Uh, talented girl, very good shape, physically very good because she was a actress. And that was Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. And wrestling was uh, a very big thing at the time this movie was being made. It was like the steroid era. At the time it was World Wrestling Federation, not WWE like it is now. Uh, there was a lot of uh, steroids going on. And then in like the early 80s, there was a big scandal and that took that out of there. But you'll see a, a theme of using several wrestlers in here and that's because I have a, a background in that business. My brother does, I should say. 
Uh, his name is Eddie Sharkey out of Minnesota. Uh, very well known within the industry as a wrestler starting, then promoter, and uh, best known as a trainer. Now here's Queen Kong, who is from uh, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. The blonde is uh, known as Beastie. This is her. I saw Mavis on the beach. Great body. Figured I could use some help bulking up. And they're going into a bit here, setting up selling steroids, which again were very prevalent at that time. You can have the whole thing for 200 bucks. Yeah. Police, you're under arrest for selling illegal steroids. A cop? You brought me a fucking cop? Well, how did I know she was a cop? You have the right to remain silent. How do we fight? You have the right yeah, to remain cops. silent. Fault? Yeah, let's kick some ass. Yeah, let's crush it. So basically, here you have three wrestlers. Uh, Kong. <laughs> we shot this at uh, Andy's studio, which was in Marina del Rey. So. Right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used. We shot it on 16 millimeter, and at that day, that was a pretty commonplace thing. Uh, amazingly, which I think is an interesting story, is we took this movie to the uh, Cannes Film Festival. Andy Maisner set that all up. So here we are walking around with a slash dance under our arm, and uh, all the multi million dollar movies are there and movie makers and movie stars and everything. Jay Richardson coming on right here. Uh, very good, versatile actor. He's done a lot of work and uh, does a very nice job in this movie. That was uh, quite a bust. We tried to make him as unlikable as possible and uh, being a good actor, he pulled it off. Working undercover, Captain Edison. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard all about your undercover work. You've done it again, Miss Raines. What? Lost your temper. You're getting quite a rep for that, aren't you? You'll see Jay in a lot of movies as you uh, flick around on TV and things like that. He's done a lot of work. Their lawyers claim that they were in an unconscious state when their rights were read to them, thus enabling them to comprehend the accusations. I think we got Jay through an audition and Jay was so clearly good and professional, we snapped him up really quick. The casting procedure was, we advertised in like the Hollywood Reporter and various things, and there was uh, spreading the word about a casting. And again, there's so much good young talent in LA that we had no trouble casting the movies. Actually, casting is one of the easier things to do because you do get these fine young talents. The hardest thing is getting somebody to distribute the movie. Uh, distributors are very difficult. And at that time, there was a lot of product out there and uh, not that many distributors. And took an interest in the people. Tori, that's all. You're dismissed. We did end up, I think, with, I can't remember who we ended up with, either Triple Helix or... Uh, one other company in the valley that distributed stuff. Tory. Got scandal written all over. I like that in a woman, but not in a cop. 
It's the best man I got. Well, it doesn't say a lot for your men, does it? <laughs> if you were right. Your tits are too nice to be a cop. I told you he's going to be very unlikable, and he's Someone succeeded beautifully. He was killing his models. She went undercover and nailed the son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, sure. She got her breasts flaunted over every police blotter from Hollywood to Honduras. We don't know. The title actually was a, a takeoff on Flashdance, going back to uh, a very popular movie. So we just kind of switched from uh, Slashdance to Flashdance. Oh, and Jeff. Listen, uh, tell my secretary to go ahead and confirm me for that Arts Council cocktail party, will you? Thanks. There's, in the background, Andy Maisner, the producer. We uh, utilized everybody. Like you say, when you're doing low-budget movies, you uh, shoot where you can, with you can. Uh, this was a, a borrowed office building that somebody got us in. I'm sure for nothing. Probably shooting on a Saturday. Be more than that. You, you know, if we could get together outside oh. of this place. Jeff, not that again. You've got a wife and two great kids. Tori, you know I haven't been living at home for more than three months. We'll give it another shot. You still see Andy in the background. You and me, think about it. If Jeff, we... you're a good friend. Damn. Next thing you'll be saying, you, you think of me like a brother. Well. Don't even say <laughs> All right, listen. We got to give you kind of a low profile around here. Mm -hmm. So. I got just the uh, assignment for you. It may not be the best duty to... This was shot behind Andy's studio. Taking what little they got left. A night shot. Again, doing low budget, you're utilizing whatever areas you can get. And you're working without a permit, so... Excitement of police work. They practice safe sex in this neighborhood. That line was just tossed in that we came up when we were going through it. Not part of the script. actor on the right we got, and he was, has a really good look. How about a little donation? Well... He's actually a hairdresser. He was a hairdresser, I believe, in the valley or something. Jokey, but. He'll give us a couple of bucks for the warm rain. What else are you going to give us? Give me it all. I'll rip your clothes off and your little ass will freeze tonight. Oh, lady! Holy shit! Oh, lady, what a set! Look at them babies! <laughs> Hold it, my turn. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. That was a pleasant surprise. We found our dinner of eyebrows and could just take that off for a good shot. And like I say, there's such a wealth of actors in L.A. that you can find unusual people and things like that. Did a very good job and 
doing a nice stunt there. Jesus Christ, I got beat up by a pair of tits. Police, you're under arrest. Oh, lady, lady, I mean, uh, officer of the law. Uh, I, I know you're a cop, but do you think we could get together again? That was the greatest. Uh. You're not only crooked, you're sick. Oh. As you can see, you get nice little pieces of acting out of uh, so many actors that are available in L.A. This obviously is shot in Marina del Rey. Uh, Andy and I were both living in the marina, so everything kind of centered around that point. Tori, how did your sister get the drugs? The doctor on the right here is me. That was, like I said, we, we utilized everybody. She wasn't like that. A drug dealer was at the party. He murdered my sister. When you're doing the uh, low-budget movies, not to my family. You want to come up with a concept that, uh, well, you can do at a reasonable budget. For example, my philosophy always was fake blood is a lot cheaper than gunpowder. Gunpowder, uh, you know, is a, a lot more dangerous to work with. I'm talking about gunshots and different things like that, explosions. And it's a whole lot more expensive than it is to have a scene like we're coming into now, where the girl comes in again to the empty studio, probably the same studio we rented before, different angles. Mr. Rivers here. It's showtime. You left a message on my machine for me to come on over. She's a very good actress who ended up by uh, working in production with Andy also. And here you use music, you're going to hear a song come up, and you make sure it's a very old song, so you don't have to pay for the rights. I mean, let's face it, this, you'll hear the song being a very old, old song. Like I say, when you're doing low budget, you do low budget. I didn't bring my guitar. Should I twirl my lariat? Obviously not. If I can handle those jerks down at that long dick saloon I work at, I can handle this. I'd like to sing a favorite song of mine, and I hope it'll be one of yours. I'll just do it without a piano or a guitar, like I got a choice. You are my sunshine. Very old, old, old song. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please, don't take my sunshine away. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy. What the hell are you doing? Oh, God, I'm a point, but this is my audition. I got a good shot at this gig. I can dance. Uh, she did a real good, uh, she did a lot of good improv on this. Uh, again, uh, 
I have so much respect for the actors that come in under difficult circumstances. She did a terrific job. Uh, it was scripted, but she added so much to it, so a lot of it was improv. And here's Jay again. We're making him uh, as villainous as possible. And uh, being the actor he is, he can pull it off. The last missing person was a country western singer. You mean aspiring country western singer, don't you? She cocktailed at some third-rate honky-tonk. She's probably out there strumming some trucker right now. <laughs> we got to do something. <laughs> Why don't you put Victoria Ann Rains on it, huh? I mean, it's a nothing little assignment. Keep her little heart-shaped ass out of here for a while. I see the way you guys stare at her. Woman's trouble. She's effective undercover, sir. Oh, yeah? Whose covers? Just do it, huh, Jeff? Hey, you know, City Hall has this new public relations job opening up. I'm perfect for it. And again, you can see how he pulls it off. Your parents aren't responding to therapy, especially your mother. Nothing's been the same, doctor, since my sister's death. The family would function better if your mother was in a hospital. I can drop out of college. No, Tori. She needs professional help. The house is so yeah, and, and on that, I'm the one doing the narration. Like I say, we... No. But if I ever find him for what he did to my family... We utilized everybody on the set. You're the son of a bitch. Now, we, as they used the frame, we stole the exterior shot on that. I think it was on uh, Wilshire Boulevard. Then we cut to an interior here, which is a totally different place, where we add the... Uh, I'm not sure if this was the same place that we did all the uh, close-ups on, but the exterior was stolen. Uh, we had trouble getting nudity. We had some plans for it, but then uh, sometimes uh, people back out of it on certain things. And uh, we did plan on going to a nude shot, but uh, some of the actresses uh, became rather disagreeable on it. Because uh, many times you wanted the uh, a little tintillation in there, which too add to it. Should I come up on stage? You know you're late. <laughs> or maybe I'm just early. The standard procedure for low budget back in those days was to have nudity. Should I come back? Which uh, makes for some interesting casting sessions. But we never did force the idea. If they weren't comfortable with it, we did not uh, want to do it. Amos! 
Have you been screwing around with the props again? <laughs> he did a very unique job on this. He took what and did a very nice turn. No. <laughs> Good actor, very, very uh, edgy. You scared her off. Now this guy here was an important part of the production. Why? Because he owned a gun <laughs> that we used during the show, and he was uh, handling all this, all the firing and. Dad's gone. Yes, brother Oliver. We need the money. We're sorry. You know, if Logan hadn't offered to come back and help, we wouldn't stand a chance in hell. Hell, uh, Logan, the big time director comes slumming. Are we thrilled? Lighting choices were pretty much uh, left up to Geza, who did the um, filming work. For the last time, Amos, quit messing around. This dump's reputation is already strange enough. You heard that, naughty boy? Idiot. The uh, skull probably came from a shop on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, Maybe I could drop by for dinner. Home cooking is what And this is probably the uh Isn't it time you started thinking about settling down? A guy who's sleeping on a friend. The borrowed uh, office building we used where you would take the shots from. She understands you and she loves you. Jeff, it's you who doesn't understand you. You're right. How about a movie? Back to business. Okay, but if I end up looking like the hunchback of Notre Dame from sleeping on that damn couch, it's your fault. Missing girls, like the centerfold case. All young and pretty. The dynamic relationship between Tory Raines, our hero, and the guy on here now, the young detective, uh, that was kind of a, a teased love affair that would never really take place, but he was a pretty much the straight man in the whole thing that was uh, where Jay Richardson was always the off-key villain within the police department. He was the stabilizing force of the police department. With some buddies. Seems when Edison was with Hollywood Vice, he uh, took a real interest in his work. What do you mean? Well, he had a fondness for playing Nazi soldier and the schoolgirl with hookers after dark. A Captain Kink? He doesn't look the type. They never do, Tori. Again, more stolen shots from Hollywood Boulevard. Although, again, they're public domain, so that's not really a problem. You don't need your license for that or anything. Get a bunch of shots, edit them together, and then you have your montage here. You'll be starting from zero, Tori, so find out what you can. If you have to go undercover on this case, do it. We're deeply sorry. I have no idea how your mother got a hold of the razor blade. Doctor, my father just sits in silence. Go on with your new life, Tori. 
I'm trying. Hollywood has changed a lot. Now it's, it's very upscale. It's kind of like a thought about uh, the whole city of Los Angeles. This was shot, say, in the late 80s. Uh, Hollywood now has gone totally upscale. Hollywood Boulevard is very expensive. At that time, if you even like moved into Hollywood or any place in Los Angeles, it was affordable. Now, uh, rents everywhere, house prices and everything have shot through the roof. So you see uh, t-shirt shops and things like that on Hollywood Boulevard. Now everything has gone upscale down there and uh, so you just got people walking by, you know, and uh, you know, if you see a good shot, take it. But Hollywood, the, the whole motif of Hollywood and Los Angeles and most of California for that matter has changed. Uh, And even like finding an apartment now or buying a house is becoming almost prohibitive for so many people. And in all of these shots are just going out there and doing pickup shots off the street and editing for a montage. A lot of times in the low budget movies, you find that after the final editing that it's running short so you need a montage or something like that, or a lot of people put in extra long credits and things like that that uh, kind of pad the time that you have uh, to get your approximately 90 minutes or something like that. Now we have Queen Kong and Beastie back. This would be in the parking lot behind Andy's production studio. Not a move. We just want to talk. Talk. You're a cop, right? We sure had me fooled. I kind of thought she might be. You thought shit. You're the one that brought her in here and got us busted. Yeah, but you're the one who tried to sell her the crap. Jeez, anyway, I need help. Keep talking. My cousin's in town and I'm supposed to look out for her. Yeah, and we lost her. It's so strange that Glow was popular back in the 80s. Uh, on Netflix now, there's a new version of Glow, which uh, actually is a very well done show. One of the leads in it got nominated for an Emmy. She wants to be a dancer, starstruck. You know all that. Yeah, she ain't shacking up. She's not that kind. Repo ain't my real name. They call me Repo because of my business. You know, repossessing cars and TVs. Yeah, she once got a guy's false teeth. Repo's good. My real name is Cynthia Ryan. <laughs> Looks like a Cynthia, don't she? Shit, lard ass. I'm doing the talking here. Okay, okay, enough. Cool it. If anything happens to little Alice, my whole family's gonna be pissed. Why? They already think she's a. A lot of the scenes uh, using the two girls actually went quite long. Do you have any Could have used some editing on that. I did edit one of their scenes down quite a bit, and uh, I saw Queen Kong at a screening of the movie, and. Queen was not happy with her things being edited down. Why didn't you contact the police before this? Called some brass bald Captain Edison. Said he looked into it. He ain't done nothing. I sure hope you can help. I'll try, Repo. I'll try. Most of the 
light script that we have, the comedy in there and things like that, um, was scripted. So uh, all of that was pretty well laid out. And uh, after writing them, uh, they obviously became too long, so we had to clip them down a bit. No, Captain. It means that I'll be like a regular on the 6 o'clock news. <laughs> if any criminal in this town so much as farts, I'll be on TV to talk about it. When does it become official? Oh, there's a couple of dinosaurs out there in the running. But they love me. See, I've got the today look. Right. Here's the assignment roster you wanted. Jay does a very good job here also of adding a touch of comedy uh, to his character. Listen, they're making the selection in the next 48 hours, and I don't want any mess-ups around here. Keep everything quiet, huh? Well, what about the ongoing investigations? Well, bring them all in. Especially Reigns. I can't do it. Why not? She's gone undercover on the dancer murders. We'll get her back. Can't, unless she calls in. Who's the idiot that authorized that? <laughs> you signed it, sir. Well, I've been busy, okay? The scene in the police station was uh, filmed in one of our borrowed office buildings. Uh, a lot of times, one story that's told is if you can find a movie location where you have one electrical plug, by that they mean everything is done within a very small area. Uh, you know, if you can shoot one scene, then turn around a camera another scene, or shoot everything in the same building, if you're working at a very low budget, that uh, helps a lot where you're not traveling from location to location, which is very time consuming. Like certain things, we shot several scenes at Andy's studio and then uh, the one uh, office building that we had access to. And a lot of stuff being shot here on the fly at uh, Hollywood Boulevard. I want to welcome you ladies to the Van Slake Playhouse. I, of those of you who are on time, of course, we've... You can see why he was cast easy as a frustrated producer-director. He did a very nice job. Actually, the whole cast, considering the conditions you're working under, did a very good job because uh, you're shooting fast and uh, it's, it's quite a challenge. We were talking about nudity. We did have a couple nude scenes lined up, but uh, the ladies were not too fond of the idea, so we dropped the idea. She did most of the choreography, uh, actually a professional dancer.
added the uh, dancing basically to try to get a little bit of uh, more screen time for some attractive young ladies. It was not uh, necessarily filled, but we wanted to get uh, more ladies in there. I saw the costumes. They're early American brothels. And you, Kelly, you move your... The entire shoot probably was five or six days, something like that. So you shoot really fast. You have to get to a location, point the camera, shoot, move. And uh, that's why I say the, the less travel time you have and the more different setups at different locations is, is, is very time consuming. And we snippy. What's the matter? Get up on the wrong side of... Shooting. A lot of the movies were shot in about the same time it would take to do one scene in a, a major motion picture. You shot these entire movies, so... You really must give me the address of where you get that industrial strength perfume. Ah, Mr. Van Slake, two girls are late. Well, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I just hope they're here before the Logan arrives. <laughs> this is the sushi scene. <laughs> You're going to see him eat the fish, which I can say no fish were jeopardized on this shoot. Uh, he's basically eating a carrot, so. <laughs> Oh, yuck. Ooh. Oh, he ate that goldfish. No fish were harmed. It was one carrot was chewed up, though. Sushi. <laughs> Real fresh sushi. Oh, God. <laughs> I told you, stay out of the prop department. Where'd you get the fake goldfish? At the pet shop. They're real! Amos. And one of the actresses wanted to take the goldfish home, so she rescued the goldfish. <laughs> I'd like to tap dance on his head. I, I, I back to work, girls. Yes, yes, quickly. Everyone back to work. Smooth. No, 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 no. Smoother. Smoother. Think. Think tall. I mean, this isn't a downtown dance hall, you know. Good heavens, whoever, whoever called these cattle calls certainly knew what they were talking about. Now, you did that on purpose. Back to work, girls. Smoother. Very nice. Now, this actor was uh, in a very successful TV show, and uh, I ran into him on a interview for a television commercial. Uh, so I had him read for it, and I offered him the job. Uh, he did not want to do the shoot, 
coming from a major television production to a, you know, one-week shoot is uh, not his idea of a good time. But uh, usually you get a quick payday out of it and then move on and... It's, it's Rupert, sir. I stage managed your last production here. It's Rupert. And Rupert always had trouble saying Logan. <laughs> You look lovelier than you did on the videotape. And I might add that uh, that was beautiful, too. Congratulations on making the callbacks. Ladies, this will be a review based on the material from the salad days of the old Van Slake Playhouse, a time when this was the major breeding grounds for the old Hollywood star systems. Good luck. We appear to have a no-show. Her, her name... Uh, Sorry. Is Tori Rains, I had to come cross town from another audition. The Van Slake Playhouse didn't add glitter to the golden age of Hollywood by holding the curtain for dancers stuck on the freeway. Some of the movies that came out during this area were profitable. There was something like Surf Nazis Must Die or something like that, which strangely had a very long life and, and made some money. Most of them did not make money. Uh, I did two of these things and did not see a profit on either one. So that's why I decided to uh, move on to something else. <laughs> okay, girls, come on, let's hit it. Fortunately, I found a product working with my brother uh, that dealt with professional wrestling that uh, was quite lucrative, which was nice. So when that started being very active, I kind of moved off into that direction. It was a thing called Pro Wrestling's Hottest Hotline, which was a 900 number. The good thing about that is I could uh, announce it or record it, so it's kind of like a one-man band. So that that worked uh, very well for a long time. Well, we need your big league talent. You know, times have been tough around here since Dad killed himself. Famous, damn it! Well, what do you call it when a guy hangs himself in his own dressing room? As you sit and look at this, some of the actors really did a very nice job. I haven't seen this in a long time. But uh, that's a nice thing is now that there's additional venues for them to work in. There's the Amazons and the Netflixes and the vast expansion of uh, television networks and uh, channels. Draw flies. Shit! What the critics call it. Well, maybe if you'd given me more to do, then the whole place would be a parking lot. <laughs> Logan is what we need. We did a screening for the show at uh, Andy's studio. Uh... Like I say, when you're doing a low budget, you don't move very far from your central point. repay the Van Slake Theater. Reaction to it was good. Uh, we worked together before, set up some basic routines. We never did make a whole lot of money off it. Okay, ladies. Which uh, is not good, because then you tend not to uh, make any more, which is what it boils down to, because. Just follow, watch what I do, and just follow along with me. It's pretty simple. Five, six, seven, turn to the side. Five, six, seven, eight. One, two, four, six, seven, eight. 
good, okay? Let's go back. I'm gonna add another count of eight to that. Five, six, seven, eight. Andy set up a trip to uh, the Cannes Film Festival, which was interesting because you have the multi-million dollar movies there and uh, we're running around with Slashdance, which was shot in about five or six days. We did get to walk the red carpet at Cannes, which is funny. Uh, and uh, it is pronounced Cannes and not Con. Did not spend a whole lot of time uh, shooting the dancing sequence here because it's another excuse to get some ladies on camera. See the sequence is going along because again you're probably about now trying to pad the time in the movie. And for a low-budget movie, one of the keys always was to try to get a name actor. Well, we had uh, the girl from Glow, and we had uh, the Logan character who just came in, which uh, were not big names by normal Hollywood standards, but did have, at the time, some name recognition. So. We probably shot the scene real fast. Uh, one of the ladies uh, was a dancer, she's in the red, and uh, she was in charge of the uh, choreography. And again, you have such limited time to shoot it that uh, you're not going to have the Bolshoi Ballet up there. The girls actually did a very good job for as fast as we shot it. And they look very good. Okay, Holly, Annie, Maxine, Cleo, and Tori. Nice work. Congratulations. We want you in the show. Another visit to Hollywood Boulevard to pick up some of their exteriors. And the thing about low-budget movie making is you shoot fast. And uh, here's, we borrowed this place. This is a bar in Marina Del Rey. Again, keeping everything close. And score on anything anymore. Probably the people at the bar where they're drinking. <laughs> so we, you say you get to take advantage of what you have at the time. If you move back home with your wife and kids, and give up that great couch, not a chance. 
<laughs> hey, I, I didn't know you could dance. You know, all that time and money on piano lessons and dance classes has to pay off sometime. Yeah, well, maybe not this time. What? Edison is calling you back in. Why? Because he spent so much money on manicures, he wants to make sure he gets that job at City Hall. I'm on to something, Jeff. Buy me some time. He's scared to death of any kind of a scandal. Well, say you can't track me down. Well, I guess I can fake it for a little while. Thanks. Hey, who am I to stand in the way of your showbiz career? You know, you better watch that stuff, Jeff. Now we've moved back to the studio we were renting on uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Like I say, low budget, you try to get as many different angles and shots as you can get without uh, actually doing a physical move. You can tell Call My Machine, now does that date the movie just a little bit? I think so. There were no cell phones in those days. How does Maxine afford to drive that Mercedes? Her dancing talents don't have much to do with it. What do you mean? She has a boyfriend, Annie. <laughs> Her boyfriends are usually very rich and very old boys. <laughs> All that. All right, I get it. <laughs> Relax. You've earned it. For a girl who came in late, you have certainly caught up quickly. Mm. Now, we had a hard time tracking him down to get a still shot, because I think he wanted to come in, uh, you know, work for two or three days, get a paycheck, and then run, you know, kind of vanish. But he did not, not want to have any publicity stills or anything taken. But we snuck some in anyway. Like I say, you've got to be quick in that business when you're doing low budget. Dry your hands. I'm all sweaty. You wear it well. You know, I could fix you guys up with one of his friends. Forget it. It's only a dinner. I said forget it. That's okay, Max. I'm on a diet anyway. Fine. <laughs> if you want to go through life eating at places you drive through, it's your business. Thank you. 
the location on Hollywood Boulevard had some very nice shots. You can see here you can get a lot of different shots and which again, you know, pads for time and you know, bring the music in and the woman in jeopardy. I wrote the script again, keeping in mind that uh, you don't have uh, a whole lot of money to work with and you don't have uh, a whole lot of time to shoot and develop. So I shot that. I can't remember how long I did the script, but it was the second one that I did. And I'd done some other writing before that, so I probably pondered it all pretty fast. My marksmanship might improve if you don't get out of here permanently. Well, if that's the way you're going to be, I'm going back to real theater, where I'm appreciated. And there's the one gun that we had, so that's our explosive thing as far as going to, instead of, you know, gunpowder being more expensive than uh, fake blood. Animals! People like animals. Put them in the show. What the hell would we do that for? Maybe a horse? There's enough crap to clean up around here already. A dog? Who's going to pay for it? A bird. It wouldn't play, Amos. Van Slake Productions have never featured animals. My background was basically I started out in broadcasting uh, as a disc jockey, uh, and from there I kind of went into television. I worked at a TV station in San Francisco and got involved in some acting there and some commercial work and things like that as an actor. Uh, I got a job as a announcer for one of the networks in Hollywood and uh, that's when I moved down to Hollywood and also had a good run as a commercial actor which was very nice stretch at the time. Uh, from there, I was, the acting thing, I was getting a bit old for the type I was, and uh, the TV thing was uh, being technically wiped out, so I was looking for things to vary and get involved in, and I tried the low-budget movie things, which uh, financially were not uh, wildly successful, to put it mildly. And from there, I came up with the concept of the thing called Pro Wrestling's Hottest Hotline. Again, that's because my brother was in that business and I was trying to do a television production uh, dealing with wrestling. I noticed a lot of the guys, uh, the wrestlers that we had, were reading these, what they called sheets, which were basically newsletters that were uh, underground newsletters that had all this wrestling information. Well, back at this time, uh, there was no uh, computer to go to. So they were reading these uh, newsletters, so I paid for the rights to two of those and then uh, opened up a 976 number in L.A. That worked pretty good. 
opened up one in Chicago that worked good, and then uh, Atlanta, which are all hot wrestling markets. All right, you cover for him. Well, then the 900 numbers came along, and I, I took it on a national thing, and that ran actually for about 25 years. Out of that, uh, the first half was good, and the little thing called the Internet came along and pretty much wiped that out, but it was a fun ride. Never fall in love with your gynecologist, your plastic surgeon, or your director. It's trouble. Someone said you wanted to see me. Did someone also tell you about a drink? Uh, no. Well, what do you say? Uh, well, I think that'd be very nice. Good. Okay, let's try it. Okay. Five, six, seven, eight, one, two, four, six. You see so many of the actors that you worked with, uh, and this again was quite a while ago. And you wonder what happened to them, which is information I don't have. I wish I did have it. I'd share it with you. pretend it's a fine cabernet in a sparkling Waterford crystal. To you, Tory Rains. To you, Logan Bridger. Hmm. Logan, is something wrong? Oh, sorry, this used to be Mr. Van Slake's office. A lot of memories. We probably had an old wine bottle around filled with water because the different shots and things like that. But. Again, instead of having stacks and stacks of wines like a major production, you have one bottle of wine at most. He had quite an effect on your life. Yes, he did. I've come back to repay Mr. Van Slake. When are you going back to New York? When my business is finished here. Tori, you might like it in the Big Apple. I might. Talk about bad timing. Oliver set up a late meeting tonight. If it wasn't important, I wouldn't go. If it wasn't important, I wouldn't let you go. Now we come into another death scene, utilizing all the uh, shots from the one location that we had. This was going to be a nude scene that never developed.
We did the uh, post-production at Andy's studio uh, in Marina Del Rey. They tell one thing about when you're doing post-production. For every additional person you have in there when you're doing the production, you can add 10% of the time. Well, that was back in those days, so you have four people in there, it's gonna run 40% because everybody's got a different idea and a different suggestion. Amos. Well, in those days, you had to go into a studio. Now you can do a lot of stuff, uh, you know, at home in a computer and everything else, whereas in those days, you're doing it linear and you took a lot of time so you had to make sure and be ready to edit once you got the studio because you're you're paying for studio time well, the way you girls shake your bodies all day what do you expect were you backstage more research for the book actually it's none of your damn business what's going on she's trying to screw me <sighs> sex for a bigger part of the show. Seriously, Logan, Holly was being attacked. Yeah, I know, I helped her to the car. Amos. What the hell happened at the meeting with Oliver? Nothing. What do you mean, nothing? How come I'm never invited to those goddamn fancy-ass meetings? <laughs> so, I've got a rival chasing Amos, huh? <laughs> Seriously, Logan. You know, something strange is happening at this theater, and I think Amos is a part of it. Strange and Amos are two words that go together. But enough about him. What about us? <laughs> Again, utilize the shots that you have available. And that's about as close as we came to a sex scene. I hate these early calls. Hurry up, or you'll be late. They call him Amos the Odd. <laughs> yeah, he's earned the nickname. Stall. Get me more time. <laughs> Actually, things are going well here. Very well. Shouldn't you be out wiggling your butt? And not your tongue. The guy who played Amos here, uh, I don't know, I thought I saw him do something out of New York eventually, but uh, he has a very unique uh, quality. And I, I certainly hope he did well in other stuff because he was very good and uh, very unusual. One more time. Come on. That's okay. Just remember you. Okay. Good. You ready? Five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four. And again, more dancing to get the ladies in there and pad a little time. 
So many of the actors here, they work under very difficult situations, everything rushed and things like that, and they really do a very nice job on it, and uh, I certainly hope that they uh, went on to do other things. <laughs> I remember shooting this scene because we were shooting him up above a little bit, jumped off the thing and sprained my knee. So you get many fond memories of this. So I was limping for a few days. Now, when the singers finish, I want you to all go to the left quickly. Not slowly, quickly, okay? What, something bothering you? Oh, no. Oliver! Lowen! Oh, that bozo brother of yours. Oh, this is the last time you push me out! Why in the hell wasn't I at that meeting? Knock it off, Amos. I will not play the fool in my own theater! And I told you, stay out of the prop room. Just like father! I'll show you! Oh. Amos? Oh. Oh. And again, you're using props and things like that. Uh, Whatever you shoot, you gotta shoot fast. I hurt myself. Oh, I'm bleeding. Sound effects and things were added after the shoot. Usually we would add it in after there and Again, a stolen shot going down Hollywood Boulevard. The cop car happens to be going by. Grab it. This one backfired. You don't seem too heartbroken. Amos was a different kind of brother. It was a matter of time. I see. Well, I'm sure you've got a lot of mourning to do. That's all. Oh, send in the last dancer, huh?
Victoria Ann Rains. Drops out of sight for a couple of days. And our prime suspect drops dead. Bad timing for both. Nothing. We do have headshots, and like I say, you utilize everything, so probably the headshots are headshots from the casting things that we did. When you're casting stuff, I, as I keep on reiterating, there's so much really good talent in L.A. that uh, you can... Uh, there's a whole lot of strange stuff connected with this old building. There's so much good talent in L.A. that you can uh, get a good choice of people. But it was a hanging, and it was under very strange circumstances. Ah, oh, come on, that's all history. Okay, Oliver Van Slake had his weird brother Amos insured to the hilt. It is way out of line. You know, this could be a front-page story. She's right, Captain. Yeah. All right. From now on, I'll take a more active interest in this case, huh? She... <laughs> I'm as good-looking as these guys. You all right? Oh, sure. They just asked me a couple of questions. Cops can be a real pain. Actually, the shoot was pretty easy, except uh, anytime you're doing things, the more people around in decision-making situations, uh, you can you know, fly off in different directions. But overall, it was a pretty smooth shoot because everybody was quite cooperative to get it done and get it done that fast. There's not a whole lot of retakes. Nice budget, you spend a lot more time on the dance sequences. So I give a lot of credit to the ladies for the limited time they had. We should have some sort of tribute to Amos during the program. Ah, piss on it. Everybody hated a little bastard anyway. He was your brother. Yeah, and he finally did something right. Publicity like that could kill this place. So what? Let them knock it down in Bill Condos. I thought you wanted to save the theater. To hell with the theater. Amos provided me with an instant cash flow. And when that insurance money comes in, we can pay off the dancers and shut down. Oliver, you want to close? The show, the theater, and all the painful memories. Girls, listen up. Now, I present the highly acclaimed Happy Hooper Award. The actor that we used uh, for the final shot, who turns out to be the killer, uh, was shot at the end because 
when you bring in what is a star or close to being a star, you use one of the things you get them for is money, of course, and then you want to give them a short window for work. You know, you bring them in for two or three days. So you shoot all of his stuff at one time. So when you're doing that, uh, he would be shot in probably two days he came in and did his stuff. Pistol. Where is the pistol? We had a makeup person who did the blood and makeup. Uh, you bring in things like that, and uh, like I say, going back to the theory that you know, fake blood is cheaper than gunpowder, and a lot safer to work with. How did you know I was here? Followed you. Yeah, she's good at repoing, you know. All right, drop him off at a hospital. Please. Yeah. Uh, 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 get our asses uh, out of here. Quickly, this will be our little secret, uh, You're all right. Jay's a very good sport. He'll go along with anything. He just uh, really came on set and delivered. Hey, Tori, want to go to a party? Oh, no, thanks. I'm going to get my gear and head out. You guys have a good time, though. Okay, bye-bye. Do any other guys have their own teeth this time, darling? Real funny, Cleo. Hope they got some food. Oh, Holly, you'd go anywhere for a cheeseburger. Here's the thing about utilizing a very simple thing like a fan to help add a little of mysterious background. Hey! What are you doing here? The place is locked up. It's getting my gear. Were you backstage? Hell no. I don't want to be backstage in one of these musty old barns ever again. What do you mean? All it means he's retiring. Leaving the Van Slake Playhouse. God, how it makes me sick to use those words. When I speak them, it's like slicing my tongue with razor blades. Unfortunately, Tori, 
You must be part of the final curtain for the Van Slake family, too. Walden, have you gone mad? I, uh, I've had enough of your family's physical abuse. You hold the reveal for the killer off until the end, and uh, yeah, this was always planned this way. And then you had several, as they call them, red herrings dropped in there, the Amos character and other people to kind of uh, protect against the uh, end reveal. Stretching his neck and strangling him would be enough. You hung father? It wasn't enough. This old vulgar family and this disgusting building must pay. As a young boy, I planned this total revenge. A Greek tragedy. Not this way, Logan. True. I wish I could have organized a more flamboyant finale. I have money now. Take it! Oliver, you and Amos knew what he was doing to me in the dressing room. And we couldn't stop him. Perhaps a, a simple last act would be the most dramatic. Now the thing is to try to figure out how to get rid of the guy with the gun. She has no gun, so we concocted this thing. Which strangely enough, weird as the scene, scene seems, I, I saw it done again in a movie somewhere. So it's not the only time that was used. It was used after this scene. for making a movie that I did here was just basically to uh, open up a new avenue of uh, work realistically because uh, like I say I was being transformed from you know the, the television announcing was going that technology is removing that out and I was uh, getting a bit old for the type of uh, roles I was being submitted for commercially so I wanted to find another stream of revenue which uh, this turned out not to be, but was uh, an interesting little venture.
I was not a, a huge fan of horror movies, although they have amazing uh, longevity. The uh, movies that keep on making, if you look now on uh, cable or anything, there's a very large number of uh, horror movies being made. Uh, the easiest way to do this was to do a uh, low-budget movie with the horror effect and you know, write the screenplay and then, uh, you know, follow it out. Making movies is a very interesting adventure on this. Uh, making uh, low-budget movies is harder than it seems. Uh, actually, the whole movie-making process uh, is harder than it seems. Uh, like I say, it was an interesting adventure. Uh, I did two of them. Uh, then I found out, uh, you know, it was not income-producing, which swayed me away from it. And fortunately, I did find one entrepreneurial thing that uh, did turn into being quite lucrative and so that covered the expense of a lot of this. Uh, the whole industry has changed so much since this was made. I mean, there's other aspects for people to use when developing things. Uh, it's uh, the, the simple things like cameras we had to have in those days are now much easier. You can do your own camera work and do your own editing. You just uh, can be, I think, far more creative when you're sitting doing your own stuff, whether it's in front of a computer or uh, just in your mind. So movies are going to continue to be made and somebody's going to make them. Why don't you do one? It's a unique experience seeing a movie that was made uh, back in the 80s that you were involved in. Uh, I look at it, a lot of the people I don't even recognize anymore. Uh, the fact that uh, it's being looked at again and stuff is kind of a hoot. I get a kick out of that. And uh, like I say, it, it's some of it's better than I remember it, some of it's not so good as I remember it. So uh, it was enjoyable watching it again. and. I hope you enjoyed watching it.